Hi, welcome back, listener. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Today, I am really excited for some reason <laughs> to record this episode um, podcast. I titled it Trusting God with Everything. The reason I chose that is because that is one of the things that I find myself really struggling with a lot, especially in this season of singleness. Yes, season. I said season because this is not going to last forever. So just in case you needed that little reminder, (laughs) this is not going to last forever. Um, But yeah, during the season of singleness, I have been struggling with trusting God and, and trying to figure out exactly what his plan is. And unfortunately, I don't know if you're like me, I'm that person that kind of needs to know everything. <laughs> I need to know when something's happening, why it's happening, and like what is the end result going to be from that. I have dealt a lot with frustration lately, especially in this last um, few months. I had got in my what I thought was my dream job, and then it was taken away just like that. With, only two weeks of working there. They just called me up from home and was like, don't bother coming into work tomorrow. It's just not working. No explanation, nothing, just it's not working. And I was so, I'm not gonna lie, I was salty, like (laughs) really salty. Cause I'm like, are you serious? Like I just left a really good job to go after my dream job, which I love, it's interior design. I love interior um, design and the crazy thing is I got this job without even having a degree in interior design. My bachelor's is in business management. Um, but regardless to say, I was really bummed. And um, that process of trusting God has been really difficult for me because I'm sitting here. I lost my job like a couple of weeks before rent was due and I have no idea, you know, where the money was coming from for rent, what I was going to be doing, how I was going to take care of this and all my other bills. And I was left in this place of, God, I need you to show me what to do, how this is going to work. And thankfully, um, he blessed my roommate where she covered everything. But that part of me that struggles with pride <laughs> was still a little salty because then I'm like, well, now I owe her. What am I going to do? I don't have the money to pay her back. God, what is happening? And I'm sitting here like, I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do with my life. God, I need answers. Like, what is your plan? Why did you allow this to happen? What's next? And, you know, in your singleness, trust is one of the hardest things if I'm being honest, whether it's trusting God with your job, trusting him with your life, um, trusting him with the passions and desires that he's placed in you, your dreams, your plans, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, but especially trusting him and whether or not he's going to send you your mate, you know, trusting that your singleness is not going to last forever, that he does have a plan, that he does have someone for you, And I would challenge you, and I'm saying this to myself as well. I'm not just saying this to you and expect me not to do it as well. But I'm going to challenge you to surrender whatever it is that has been affecting your trust in God lately and give it to him and just say, you know what, God, I trust you. I surrender it. I'm giving it over to you. I'm not going to let it steal my joy anymore. I'm not going to let it 
keep filling you with worry and frustration. And in my case, sometimes anger <laughs> and impatience and um, just a lot of doubt. So I would challenge you to surrender that to him, maybe even fast for a day or two about it and just ask God to speak to you. But sit in his presence, allow him to fill you with his love, to feel his hope and his peace in that, but just to really experience his affection. I um, actually went to church last night with my roommate and we were talking about this whole situation a couple of days ago. And you know, she really poured into me and encouraged me that God has a plan for all of this and to trust him through it, even though I can't see and I may not understand why it's happening, but to really trust him. And last night, it was so crazy because my Ru and I had that conversation two days ago. And then last night, we're in church and the message was on trusting God during the situations when it doesn't make sense. You have no idea why it's happening especially if you're one of those Christians who's been faithful to God and you've, you know, you've trusted him with everything. You've obediently followed him. You're faithful in your tithing. You're faithful in your time with him. You're faithful in your devotions and you're faithful in prayer. And you're just like, why is this happening to me? Why did I lose that loved one? Why did I, you know, lose that friend? Why did I lose my house? Why did I lose my job? Why why, God, why? Why is any of this happening? And the message really spoke to me, but it was also confirmation because it was like God was giving me this reminder, like, in case you doubted that I was speaking through your roommate and telling you the truth, I'm just going to reaffirm it and confirm that this is me speaking to you, that I have this word for you. Um, so I'm going to share a little bit of that. So yesterday, that's the title of the message was Triple A Jesus. You know, like how if your car breaks out, you call Triple A or something. Um, most of us treat God like that. We call him mostly when things are going wrong and we ask him to fix it. We want him to fix our problem because we don't know why it's happening, but that's when we want to reach out to him most. And then when everything's fixed, we go back to our quickie devotions. I call it quickie devotions because you kind of like quickly pray and quickly read something off your Bible app and then you go about your day and then you forget about God throughout the day. You don't really acknowledge him or um, just stop to be in his presence and enjoy him. And once again, I'm not just speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself because I have done that. I have done like my bedside Bible study where I just quickly did my two minutes or whatever, five minutes on my Bible app. I said a quick prayer and I went about my day and not till it was time to lay my head down. I may have said a quick, another quick prayer and went to sleep. Um, but sometimes Jesus becomes our triple A, you know, help me, God, this doesn't make sense to me. The situation hurts. I don't get it. Help me. And then we're better and we forget him. But God wants us to remember, especially in these tough moments, that it is a test. And remember, you can't have a testimony without a test. It's literally the first four letters of that word, a testimony. So if you're going through a trial, there is going to be triumph eventually. And if you feel like your life is a mess, just remember, God has a message from it for you. He's going to use everything you're going through right now to be able to bless someone else, to be able to encourage them, to pour into them. Like he's using my mess to help encourage you and pour into you. 
But one of the things that really stood with me in the message last night is that God, we have to be sensitive to his presence. You know, his touch develops my trust. He touches us in situations where it hurts, where it really stings and we don't understand. And he allows things to happen because he wants us to trust him. In those hard moments, God wants to show you his affection and affirm things in you about yourself, that he loves you. You are good enough. You are not a mistake. You can do all things through him. He has equipped you to do so much more, and he's going to work out this mess for good. All things work together for good. Even the mess works for his good, and he's going to use it. He's going to use your sadness. He's going to use a depression for his good because that's going to end up being your testimony to someone else one day who may be struggling in singleness, who may be struggling with loss, low self-esteem, anger, bitterness, whatever you're going through. I may not personally know what you're going through, but whatever it is you are going through, God is intentionally allowing it because he wants something good to come out of it in the end. He wants to use it to help someone else in the end. Everything you go through is not by accident or chance or coincidence. It is all orchestratedly beautiful. God manifested that in a way so that you can come out in the end stronger with your character built, your faith built, your trust built, and all stronger in him so that he can use it now for you to turn around and help encourage someone else and bless them to be able to pray for them in confidence because you saw God bring you through your situation so you can pray that person through their situation. Everything happens for a reason. And I know that this time may be tough or maybe you're about to step into a season of where it's a mess and it's feeling like a huge trial that you can't get past. But just remember this, trust God through it because there is a reason for it. And he's building and developing something in you that he knows only this testing can help you truly get that breakthrough that you're looking for. Sometimes these tests are really just chipping away at your low self-esteem. It's chipping away at your anger. It's chipping away at your impatience, you know, your doubt, everything in you that God is trying to change, develop, and make for his good. He is going to allow these situations to develop you. So it's not a mistake. It's not meant to punish you. It's not meant to discourage you. If anything, it's meant to turn you closer to God, to allow you to humble yourself and say, God, I don't understand, but I trust you. I'm giving everything to you. I'm giving it over to you because I don't want it anymore. I don't want the anger. I don't want the selfishness. I don't want the disobedience, the low self-esteem. I don't want any of it. I'm giving it over to you. I'm surrendering it to you. Okay, everybody else is finding a husband or boyfriend or fiance and I'm still single. Okay, God, I'm giving it to you. Do I like being alone? No, but I will learn to love it because it gives me more time with you to be in your presence, to learn to hear from you more, to trust you more because I know that you have something for me. And sometimes if you feel like me and you feel like, why am I always the one going through a test? Why is everything always happening to me? Every time I come out of one test, God puts me in another test. If that's how you feel, know that God is 
doing something really special in you. And it's intentional because the calling that he has for your life, it is a huge one, but he has to develop your character for it. God has to weed out those things in your life that it may affect your calling and your purpose. So he's weeding it out now. And all of these tests are meant to bring those things up so that he can take them away so that he can reveal to you those areas of your life where you're still lacking, where you still need to grow, where you still need to trust him, where you still need to get better in so that he can work with you to get rid of those so that he can develop your character so that when it's time for your calling, you are ready. There is no more selfishness. There's no more impatience. There's no more distractions. There's no more doubt and lack of trust and lack of faith because what he's calling you to is greater and he needs you to step up your level in your in your walk and in your faith because like corinthians said you know when you were a baby you spoke like a child you talked like a child when you became a man you put away childish things as a christian we have to grow spiritually there's the moment where we're babes in christ and we're still just excited we're feeding off the word we're learning and then as we mature god gives us more tests and more tests to weed out those things from our flesh because before we came to christ we did a lot of things you may have cursed you may have drank you may have smoked you may have done a lot of things and god is weeding those things out of you as you are growing in your walk with him because he is calling you to more the season of singleness is so that he can have his alone time with you to develop you because you never know the mate that he may has may have for you may be that person that you may need to do this calling with that you may need to walk in your purpose with and in order for you and your husband to be able to walk together in your purpose you have to be aligned with god you have to spend time alone with him and get to know him and understand him and allow him to change you and develop you in this season of singleness and whatever it is you may be going through right now just say god i thank you for it i praise you for it praise him through it Praise him until he brings you out of it. Life is full of hills and valleys, and this may just be your valley season, and that's okay. Praise him through it. And once again, I'm, I'm talking to myself too, because I have done this. I'm not perfect. I'm not sitting here acting like I'm holier than thou, and I, I got it all together. No, girl, I do not. I am still working. I am still a work in progress. God is still doing his work in me. And I promise you he is doing a work in you this is not to torture you he has a purpose for you okay i want you to stay encouraged and just trust god through it i'm going to say a quick prayer for you and i hope you feel blessed by this lord i thank you so much for this sister that is listening i thank you for her commitment and her faithfulness not only to you and this podcast but just allowing herself to be poured into through this podcast i thank you for her and i pray god that whatever season of her life she's in whether it's the hills where things are going great or the valley where things are going bad and she's going through a season of testing and trials and not understanding why it's happening i pray god that you strengthen her that you encourage her that you develop her faith and her confidence in you, that you develop her hope in you, God, that you give her peace through this time. God, still the storm in her life, but allow her to see you through it. Allow her to step out of faith and walk in water like Peter did and trust you that you got her, that you're not going to let her fall. That all you're doing is working her character and developing her and building her and 
growing her into the woman of God that you're calling her to be. Her purpose is great and you are greater and you're doing something mighty in her life for a reason. You don't call the equip God, but you equip the called because you are calling her for something special. And whatever it is, God, I pray that you show her. I pray that you soften her heart to hear from you and receive you. I pray that you open her eyes to see you and trust you. Guide her and keep her today. Fill her, God, with hope and encouragement and allow her to remember that she is loved and that she is precious, that she is chosen. Thank you for this sister. Bless and keep her and her family in your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful day. Until next time, God bless.